0: Own Your Creativity, episode 80. Hey, it's National Boss Day, and I bet you're asking yourself, what does that have to do with creativity and writing? Well, that's the topic of this episode of the Own Your Creativity Show. Elizabeth Johnston, and I'm here to help you unlock your creative potential so that you think, feel, and do better in life and at work. Have you been inspired by the Own Your Creativity podcast? Then I invite you to show your support today by becoming a patron of the Own Your Creativity podcast. Just go to bit.ly forward slash creativity patron to find out more. Your monthly pledge will make a huge difference. Hello everyone! Thank you for joining me on National Boss Day. It was a day apparently started in the US in 1958 by a daughter who worked for her father as a secretary in the firm State Farm Insurance in Illinois. Now, rather than talk to you about how you might show appreciation to your boss for the job that you have, I'm going to come at it from a different angle. Let me start off by asking you some questions. Do you have the life you want? Are you the boss of you? Whether you work for someone else or not, are you the boss of you? Do you feel as though you are in control of your life decisions? Or do you say things such as, I have no choice. I can't change anything. It's not my fault that I got stuck in this job. Do you say any of those things? Are they familiar to you? These questions go to the heart of whether or not we believe we are in the driver's seat of our own life. And I'm continually fascinated about this issue of locus of control, which I'll explain in a minute. So in my undergrad years, I was fascinated, consumed, and challenged by the ideas of existentialists who were essentially all about accepting that you control your life. And that was a, a really hard thing to sell um, post-World War II, but um, that's what they were all about. And the terms we use today are locus of control. So whether it's internal or an external locus of control um, is how we talk about those sorts of issues today. And if it's external, we say such things as, I have no choice. But if it's internal, we accept responsibility for that choice, even if it's a difficult one or one we didn't want to make. So I do believe that we create our destiny and our current life experience. We choose the life and experiences we want to have. Now, I admit it's often a hard lateral move to go from an external locus of control where things happen out there and I have no control over it to an internal one. But I believe it's a crucial one to make, not just as an artist, but just in life in general, and but especially if we have aspirations to be a writer. Now, something that people often say is that, well, there are tons of things that happen, like hurricanes, for instance, that we don't have control over. And it's true, we don't have control over certain things. There's lots of things, actually. But what we do have control over is our reaction to them. And that's essentially how you shift from an external locus of control, which puts you in a passive position and a position where you feel like you have no recourse into an internal locus of control where you do have a choice about how you react and the actions that you take based on events that have happened. Now, I'll explain this a little bit more by talking about and using a course that I teach as an example. So for the last eight years, one of my university courses I've been teaching is self-management strategies for university success. The students in this class have all failed out of their program, and the course is their second chance to get back on track with their academic and life goals. It's a condition of their re-admittance into the university, actually. Now, on the first day of class, many of the students present as downright angry, really. (laughs) And we all know, though, that anger is a secondary emotion because it covers up the more tender primary emotions of shame, embarrassment, or disappointment. And those are all three things that most of these students are feeling at some point um, between getting the letter to say that they failed it the program and showing up in my classroom. These students have come up against a real life challenge, and it's difficult for them to take responsibility for their present circumstances. On the first day, most say they were, quote unquote, forced to take the class. Very few, if any, say they chose to take the class, which is, in fact, of course, what they did. Right. They're the ones who registered into the course and signed the the appropriate forms in order to get their student loans or whatnot based on the courses that they were taking, right? So they they chose to be there, but they don't see it that way. So much of the preliminary work we do in the class centers on readjusting mindset, going from an external locus of control, i.e. the university did this to me, to an internal one. So going from saying something such as, I failed because my profs didn't know how to teach, to I failed because I didn't understand the course material, and instead of asking for help, I did nothing. So this switches it from an external to an internal locus of control. Now, it probably doesn't feel really good to... To say to yourself, oh, gee, I sat there passively and did nothing when I realized that I was drowning. I didn't do anything to help myself. So, so you know, that, that's a hard thing to accept. But the great thing about it is that once you accept it, once you realize that in the past, I made some decisions that did not serve me But today is a new day, and I can make different decisions that will serve me. You know, once you get your head around that, and you move from an external to an internal locus of control, amazing things can happen in your life. And most of the students catch on really quickly that they they actually do have the power, and so do you, to change their life for the better. Once they embrace that belief, they start taking actions that support that belief. So this is kind of a chicken and egg kind of a thing, Uh, you know, having the belief and then taking the action or taking the action and then you have the belief. Actually, I think that as long as you start taking action, you know, even if you don't necessarily believe everything that I've said so far, but you do have a dream or goal for yourself, you do want to have a better life, a better job or, or pursue your writing dreams, the things that you been putting on hold all this time, once you start taking steps towards those kind of impossible dreams up until now, then you start believing that they can actually come true. Because when you start taking little steps and see like, oh, I did it okay, so I did this little step, maybe I can do another little step. And actually, as long as you start taking action, even if you don't completely believe it right away, this is often the best way to change your locus of control from external to internal. And Amy Cuddy is a social psychologist who studies this area. And she found that people can actually fake it until they become it, not fake it until you make it. Because that still means you're kind of outside the success that you're creating, and you're not f- quite fully invested in the life that you're creating for yourself. So it's really about faking it until you actually become it, until you walk right into that vision that you have, and you inhabit that envision uh, that vision that you have for yourself. Now, Cuddy has done a whole series of tests to show that once you start taking physical, tangible action, that you can Release chemicals in the body that help reframe your mindset and bring you closer to your desired life. So I really think that all you need is a dream and then start taking action and then things will change. So it's the same for you if you want to write but you but all you see are the obstacles in your way. If that story you have inside of you wants out, if you believe in the importance of that story enough to take one small action step towards it, magical things can happen. When you take that first step, not only are you on the road to switching your mindset from an external to an internal locus of control, you're becoming the boss of you. See how it's all coming together? Writing, creativity, National Boss Day. (laughs) And so that's what I want to get across to you today on this National Boss Day. Whether you're working for someone else to get a paycheck or not, you are still the boss of you. You choose for whom to work because you want to achieve certain things in your life. The job you have now is a stepping stone to realizing your dreams. When you put it into that frame, suddenly your world looks completely different, doesn't it? I want to encourage you to put on your boss's hat right now and take decisive, definitive action towards your writing goals. What one step can you implement today, something that is specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and a time-based step that will take you closer to realizing your creative writing dreams? Think of something. Maybe take out your unfinished manuscript and start rereading it. Or get a book of writing exercises off the shelf what can you do right now that will make you feel good about honoring your writing dreams? One suggestion I have for you is to join me this weekend for a free online writing retreat. It happens October 20 to twenty second and takes place on Facebook in a private group. To sign up, go to bit.ly forward slash writing weekend. At that link, you'll find all the details about the writing retreat this weekend and During this weekend, you'll have access to a variety of prompts proven to kickstart your writing. And these prompts, I've developed them over the many years that I have been teaching, and they have literally inspired thousands of my students. The wonderful thing about this writing weekend is that it's a dedicated space for you to explore your ideas or advance a current project or a project that has been gathering dust in the bottom of your drawers. At the weekend writing retreat, you're encouraged to go at your own pace and celebrate your writing wins no matter how many words you write this weekend. It's all about going at your own pace, doing something that is definitive, but realistic and doable for you. So I'm not suggesting that you put aside everything this weekend and just write 10,000 words. No, I'm saying create a space where you can do some writing. And then you'll be surrounded by like-minded writers who are also pursuing their own writing dreams. And this can really galvanize our own motivation when we are with like-minded people. So all you have to do to join us this weekend is go to bit.ly forward slash writing weekend and Enter in your name and email address into the form on that page. Then you'll be on the way to taking control of your writing dreams. Taking action like this one small step sets you up for success, but then you're able to see your next step, which is to show up on the weekend and to write as much or as little as you want. If you have any further questions, I invite you to email me at info at ownyourcreativity.com or just go to bit.ly forward slash writing weekend and sign up. It's free and it's your ticket to Bossville where you make the decisions about how you want to spend your time. So. Happy Boss Day, everyone. I look forward to seeing you at the retreat this weekend. And I'd love to hear from you directly about how you plan on celebrating National Boss Day. Leave a comment on this episode at ownyourcreativity.podbean.com or join me on Facebook at Writer Johnston or on Twitter also at Writer Johnston. In the next episode, I'll be introducing yet another free way you can take action on your writing dreams. Until then, own your creativity so you think, feel, and do better in life and work.